Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to our weekly 10 Minutes of Meaning, where we get together to review the messages that are so informative, inspiring, instructive in our time of Rav Moshe Chaim Lutato, the great Ramchal, though he wrote it 700 years ago, is just as relevant and it's just as instructive as uh, for today. And it is how to live our path of our best lives, how to achieve what we're here for, how to realize our potential, how to be our best selves. I want to thank our dear friends, Chani and Lenny Grunstein in memory, who sponsored the series in memory of Chani's father, Mr. Aaron Tambor, Aaron Ben Yitzchak. Thank you for the generous sponsorship. If you'd like to sponsor a particular uh, shear, please email lee at brsonline.org, lee at brsonline.org. Let's jump back in. We began with Zahiris. You should all know this by now. We review it each and every week. Zahiris is a life of mindfulness, caution, being present, being thoughtful in all of our speech, in all of our thoughts, in all of our actions, in everything that we do. We then moved over to a life of Zerizos, alacrity, zeal, enthusiasm. How do we set goals and make resolutions to achieve them? How do we create measures and metrics in order to measure how well we're doing in our growth in them? Zerizos, alacrity, zeal, be on fire. Go pursue with great energy and enthusiasm, whatever your stated goals are in life. And then Nikias, Nikias is how to move things over from the battleground to conquered territory. Conquered territory still needs to be defended, but it's conquered, as opposed to the battleground, where each and every day we're battling in our lives. And we talked about that in the world of eating, the world of profanity, the world of what we look at, the world of anger. So that's what we're up to. The Ramchala has been delineating several different types of anger. The person who gets angry really quickly and takes a long time to calm down. The person who takes a long time to get angry, but then a long time to come down. The person who takes a long time to get angry and calms down very quickly, all the different ways that anger can manifest itself, but what they all have in common is that anger is categorically bad. Anger clouds our judgment. Anger sabotages our relationships and our success. Anger is a pure emotion. There's no intellect. The animal parts of the brain light up, fight or flight, and the thoughtful intellectual parts of the brain shut down. And when we get angry, we're no longer thinking clearly, we're no longer thinking straight, we're no longer thinking about what is right or best or how to achieve the outcome we claim we want. The anger takes over and therefore, it's categorically bad. As we've said many times, all other character traits are called midos, midas a measure. They belong in our repertoire of life in some measure, but anger, anger doesn't belong whatsoever. Anger doesn't belong at all. Let's get back into the text. So the Ramchal writes, Amr uh, Zechron Lavracha, our rabbis write in Tractate Chulin, Peites, Tola Eretz Abulima, he suspends the earth on nothingness, Bulima, Ein Haolam Eskayim Elabashvil Mishabolim Piv, Bishas Mariva. Do you know why the world endures? In the merit of what does this world continue? And you could read this here, not the world, as in the greater, broader world. You could read it, your world and my world, our world. In what merit does our world find balance? Does it Continue, does it sustain? And the answer is, Excuse me, Do you know the health and the wellness of the world, of our personal world, our internal world, depends on our ability to close our mouth, to curb our mouth during an argument. Not always do we have to respond. Not always do we have to shoot back a zinger. Not always do we have to come out back even stronger than the way the person emailed or texted or called or spoke to us. A person who feels the anger well within them 
Somebody's been pogame your kavod. Somebody has dishonored you, attacked you, blasphemed you, slandered you. Somebody has said something about someone you care deeply about, a spouse, children. The anger grows inside us and we're tempted to lash out, to yell, to fight back, to tell them where they can go and where they belong. But you know, the whole world, the greater world exists in the merit and our personal well-being and our personal world uh, continue in the merit of our ability to be bole mispiv, to close our mouths. You don't have to respond. You don't have to respond. The Gemara says that Leolam, a person should always be to be insulted and not fling an insult back. To be attacked and to be quiet and passive and not attack back. Not because we believe in turning the other cheek in Judaism or in Torah, but because we believe what will it achieve to escalate a fight is to lose our own sense of dignity, to lose our own sense of self. Not only does it not accomplish anything positive, but we self-destruct. We sabotage our own selves. We forfeit our own godliness, our own humanity, our own integrity, our own dignity. What does that achieve? What does it accomplish? And so the world, the greater world, and our own personal world exists because tola eretz al belima. Tola eretz. You can suspend the whole world, the whole world's existence and wellness depends al belima. Bolim. The ability to close your mouth, shut your lips, don't have to respond. You know, it took many years into my life to learn and to realize that you don't have to answer every text or email that comes your way. Generally, it's good to be respectful and responsive and to do so in, in good time, and I try my best. But, you know, just as only someone who speaks to you respectfully deserves a respectful response, so to an, an email and text messages and every other form of electronic communication today, only someone who communicates respectfully. It doesn't mean you have to love every message, but it means the messaging has to be deserving of an answer. Better to keep your mouth closed than to write a scathing answer back that gets forwarded and posted and shared and all of a sudden what was a misunderstanding or could have been communicated differently or someone was in a bad mood for a moment escalates to a fight that can last a lifetime. People post on social media the comments and the fights you don't have to answer. I engage social media. I try to use it to spread messages and Torah and light and inspiration. And often people disagree and write comments. Most of them overwhelmingly respectful, some not. You don't have to answer. They're called trolls for a reason. They're trolling. They're trying to draw people in to a debate and to a fight. You don't have to answer. Close your mouth. Because the moment that we get angry and our our heart rate increases, our pulse increases, our blood pressure increases, our sweat glands are working overtime, and our brain shuts down. And then you write a response, you write a post, you write an email, you react in person in a way which is irreparable, in a way which is difficult, if not impossible, to recover from. And the one who loses out, the real victim is not the other, the real victim is ourselves, the real victim is us. The great sage, the great Rabbi Hillel, really was a model, continues to be a model to us in this way. The hill of the elder regarding anger, he never became offended over anything. He never allowed the anger to well inside himself. He was entirely in control. He was cleansed. He was nucky. It was conquered territory instead of a battlefield. He never allowed himself to get angry. Even when someone said something or did something, even when the way the world worked with traffic or a late flight 
or the weather, or things did not react the way he hoped or planned, he was entirely in control. He never allowed himself to get angry. And everything is enhanced. Everything is enriched. Our relationships, our peace of mind, our mental, spiritual, physical well-being, everything is enhanced and enriched when we can control our sense of anger. Not just a battlefield that we're tempted but we overcome, but conquered territory that we're able, we have to defend it. Any day we can lose it but that we're able to battle and fight and we're able to rid ourselves of even the instinct, even the impulse to get angry, to fly off the handle. Ramchal, Rav Moshe Chaim here is referring to a, a famous story the Talmud gives us about an agitator who made a bet that he could get Hillel to lose his calm. And so he waited until it was Friday, Erev Shabbos, when Hillel would be bathing and preparing for Shabbos. And Hillel was in the bath, and he knocked on the door. And Hillel came to the door, and he asked a nonsensical question. Hillel got back in the bath, he knocked on the door, he asked a nonsensical question. And he did this time and again, waiting to agitate, to aggravate, waiting to cause Hillel to fly off the handle. And Hillel just calm, cool, and collect each and every time, interacted and engaged with this frustrating individual. And the man turned to Hillel and said, Hillel! You caused me to lose a bet. But that was Hillel. He won the bet of himself, even if others lost their bet on him, because he always remained calm, cool, collect. He never, ever gave in. And that is our challenge. Even when it comes to a mitzvah, even when it comes to pursuit of something righteous or noble or just, we cannot give in to anger. Even a teacher with a student, a parent with a child. It doesn't mean we can't reprimand. It doesn't mean that there's no accountability. It doesn't mean sometimes punitive measures don't have to be taken. But it means we have to do it with a state of calm. We have to do it with the goal and the motivation of the best interest of the student or of the child. It can never be with anger. It has to be with the goal to condition and to drive someone on the proper path. And here the Ramchal alludes to something critically important. The Rambam Maimonides writes the same thing. Even when we are allowed to look like we are outraged, we can never have rage. A child runs in the middle of the street. A child sticks their finger in the outlet. You sometimes have to raise your voice. You sometimes have to grab their wrist. You sometimes have to react in a way that shows just how extreme the circumstances. But it has to be entirely an act. It has to be an external reaction. It cannot be driven by an internal feeling. Kas haponim, the anger of the face, velokas halev, but the heart has to be calm, cool, and collect. So even when you have to react strongly to a child or react strongly to outrage to somebody who does something outrageous, it has to be a reaction. It has to be a strategy, but it can never be reflective of a true feeling of impulse. Vamar Shlomo, King Solomon, the wisest of all men, told us in Kohelas, The fool is killed by anger. Don't hasten to become angry in spirit. Anger will dwell inside of you. A person, the, the fool is killed by anger. We're killed. We destroy marriages. And our children are driven away. And we drive away with friends. Think about politics. The people have been discussing politics, which has been so toxic and so divisive. It doesn't mean we can't have strong feelings. I have strong feelings about the candidate I think will best bring about the policy results that I think are critically important in this country and Israel. And I have respectful dialogue and debate and try to persuade in a private context, not as a rabbi. But to get filled with anger or frustration, to lash out, to call names, to marginalize, to make ad hominem attacks, all that does is destroy, it kills. It kills relationships and it drives wedges. 
People walk into board boardrooms and they kill negotiations and they kill deals because they got angry. In fact, a person is identified. You want to know and learn about a person, here's the way to know them. Bekiso, bakoso, bekiso, uvekaso. What happens when they drink? A person who drinks a little lachayim, what happens? How do they behave when they have a little alcohol in them? Bekiso, their pocket, their wallet. How is their budget allocated? You learn everything about someone. And bekaso, what does someone get angry about? And how do they act in anger? You learn everything about someone. So that concludes the section of moving over from the battlefield to the conquered territory, this attribute of anger. Anger is categorically bad, toxic, self-destructive. It sabotages our own health and wellness, and it forfeits our very dignity, godliness, and humanity. I have a, a dear friend, a dear friend, who has an app on his phone, and he tracks how many days in a row he can go without getting angry. And he goes, sometimes single digits, he's made double digits, and please God, triple digits of days in a row. And you know, by tracking it and challenging himself in this area and challenging us as friends with him, it creates a mindfulness and a consciousness. And when he's tempted because his kid did something or someone said something, or he's particularly overtired and has no extra patience, he thinks about that, that momentum he's built. He thinks about that record he set and he doesn't want to break it. And that in itself is able to motivate to keep the calm, to go one more day, to think about a better way to react, a much more productive response to have, because anger is never productive. Anger never helps. Anger never does anything. And that's a challenge we should all take for ourselves. I will try to share the app in the comments. I have to get from him which one he uses. But we should all be zocha, we should all merit to never get angry. And in that calmness, to be able to uh, keep our mouths closed, to be bolim, bolim piv, to keep our mouth closed and to be able to absorb the insult and absorb the harshness, never respond with anger. And in that way, enrich our lives in every which way. Again, if you want to sponsor a particular shear, please email lee at brsonline.org. Stay with us in 15 minutes, 8.45, Living with Emuna. Tonight, 9 o'clock, first time ever, Behind the Bima will be on location at Boca's newest restaurant, Roadhouse, interviewing its uh, new chef, Seth Warshaw. That's tonight, 9 o'clock. Until then, stay happy, stay healthy, stay holy. Have a fantastic day.